0: It's great to see you all this morning. And uh, yeah, for those of you who haven't met before, my name's Simon, and I have the privilege of leading Kerith Church, uh, which is now on four sites in Bracknell, um, Blackwater Valley, Windsor, and soon to be the Isle of Wight as well. So uh, anyone fancy a holiday, you can go and see the Isle of Wight site. I think the last time I was here was Christmas, the Christmas celebration, and all the kids doing their crazy nativity and everything. And uh, it's just brilliant to be here. Again, I was particularly excited when I heard that Adele was going to be leading worship this morning. (laughs) Bit of rolling in the deep, I wasn't sure what was going to happen. But uh, John Adele, I just want to say it was a real joy to have you lead this morning. And uh, would you two just stand for a moment? I just want to, just um, felt God wanted to speak over you this morning. John, you were just telling me that you're a tree surgeon. And uh, I just sense over you that God has made you oaks of righteousness. And, uh, you know, trees are these amazing things. You know, they, they don't try that hard. They don't, you know, they're not straining and putting effort in, but they just grow into these majestic things that just support life. And, uh, and I just sense that you two are like that. You're like oaks that, that God has raised up. And that through you two, like many lives, are going to be touched and refreshed and renewed. And, uh, and God is just going to do great things. And I just want to encourage you, plant yourselves. Because you know, you'll know, John, that you, know, that you see all the beauty above, but it's the roots below that, that bring the life. And uh, plant yourself in God. Yeah. You know, for both of you, plant yourself deeply in him. Go deep in him. Plant yourself in this community. And uh, you're just going to have great influence, not necessarily because of what you do, but just because of who you are. Right. And uh, God is just going to powerfully use the two of you to bring life into so many other people's lives. Yeah and to bring transformation into so many other situations. And he knows your heart to bring change and to be like those pastors who are just gonna like help people and resource people and equip people. And he's just gonna do it through you as you just gently come and be who you are. And uh, so it's great to have Adele lead worship this morning. And John as well. Let's just give them a hand and just thank them. And I just wanted to talk this morning a little bit about the Holy Spirit, and uh, our need for every one of us just to experience more of the Holy Spirit. Um, So if you've got a Bible, turn it on, and uh, (laughs) in our modern age, turn it on or open it if you're old school like me, and I still actually have one of the paper ones. And I want to read to you from Ezekiel chapter 47. Ezekiel's in the Old Testament, which is the bit of the Bible that was written before Jesus was around, and he's one of the prophets who speaks God's heart to the people. And we're going to read quite a little chunk from Ezekiel 47, um, but follow along with me. Ezekiel 47 verse 1 says this, The man brought me back to the entrance to the temple, and I saw water coming out from under the threshold of the temple towards the east, for the temple faced east. The water was coming down from under the south side of the temple, south of the altar. He then brought me out through the north gate and led me around the outside to the outer gate facing east, and the water was flowing from the south side. As the man went eastward with a measuring line in his hand, he measured off a thousand cubits and then led me through water that was ankle deep. He measured off another thousand cubits and led me through water that was knee deep. He measured off another thousand and led me through water that was was up to the waist." He measured off another thousand, but now it was a river that I couldn't cross because the water had risen and was deep enough to swim in, a river that no one could cross. He asked me, son of man, do you see this? Then he led me back to the bank of the river. When I arrived there, I saw a great number of trees on each side of the river. He said to me, this water flows towards the east. Said to me, this water flows towards the eastern region and goes down into the Arabah where it enters the sea, that's the Dead Sea. When it empties into the sea, the water there becomes fresh. Swarms of living creatures will live wherever the river flows. There will be large numbers of fish because this water flows there and makes the salt water fresh. So where the river flows, everything will live. Fishermen will stand along the shore from Engedi to Engeliam. There will be places for spreading nets. The fish will be of many kinds like the fish of the great sea. But the swamps and the marshes will not become fresh for they will be left for salt. Fruit trees of all kinds will grow on both banks of the river. Their leaves will not wither, nor will their fruit fail. Every month they will bear, because the water from the sanctuary flows to them. The fruit will serve for food, and their leaves for healing. Lord, I just pray that you would help me as I unpack your word, that it would speak to each one of us, that it would bring refreshing, would bring life, would bring healing into this place. Amen. Amen. This is this amazing vision that um, Ezekiel sees and uh, Ezekiel experiences and I just want to bring a few things out of this vision and then we're going to go to something that Jesus said in the New Testament when he refers to this passage and uh, he brings some stuff out of this passage which I think has relevance for every one of us. The first one is that the river flows from the temple and the temple here represents the place that heaven meets earth. The temple is the place, it's like, a, if you ever dig into Celtic Christianity, they talked about thin places, and thin places where it would seem like, like God was really active in those places. You know God is everywhere, but it's like God is more in some places than other places. And sometimes in life you find those thin places, I don't know if you've ever been to in, into a cathedral, and like you just go and you just sense the presence of God, you realize for hundreds, maybe a thousand plus years in this place people have worshipped God. And it creates these thin places where we actually experience the presence of God. And the temple for the the Israelite nation was the thin place where where God dwelt. It was the place where God lived. If you know, there there was an area in there called the Holy of Holies, and that was the place where the presence of God dwelt. And every one of us needs to be people who look to God. God is to be the source of life for every one of us. We live in a society which is increasingly individualistic, where everyone is just called and expected just to look to themselves. And, uh, you know, the, the greatest value, the biggest value in our, in our society now is individual freedom. Wow. It's like, just be you. Have you ever heard these phrases, you be you? Anyone ever heard that? <laughs> Anyone get that tattooed on some part of their body? You know? The big phrase is like, you be you. You know, follow your heart. You know, go where your heart would lead you. You know, have the audacious courage to be the real you. And it's the message which is brought out again and again in the culture that we live in. And yet the biblical message is very different. The Bible doesn't say you be you. Because actually I know some of you. I know know me. I know actually what's in my heart. I know what's in some of our hearts. Actually, the world doesn't need more of you, you know? Us being us has made quite a mess of the world that we live in. Just think back to Adam and Eve. You know, UBU was not the message that they needed to hear. Follow your heart was not the message that they needed to hear. Following their hearts brought sin into the world that we live in. It messed up the whole of creation. UBU is not the message that you need to hear. The audacious courage to be yourself is not the message that you need to be hearing. No, you be who God has made you to be. You be who Christ has called you to be. You find yourself not in yourself, but in Jesus. And we need to be people who look to the temple to realize that God is the source of everything good in our lives and in our worlds. And we need to be people who are like rooted in him. As we talked about being rooted. We need to be rooted in him. John 15, Jesus is teaching. He says, remain in me and I will remain in you. Remain in me, and you will bear what? Much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. We can only bear fruit to the extent that we remain in Jesus. And there's this wonderful river that flows from the temple, but it'll only come as we we focus, hey, God is our source. God is our root. God is the one that we have to build our lives upon with our focus on him. Amen? Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sam. Isn't Sam a great encouragement? I think every preacher needs a Sam. I just need to take Sam with me like everywhere I go. You know, because sometimes as a preacher, you look out and everyone's like, whatever, you know, impress me. Just take a Sam with you. It's just like fantastic. Hey, but we need to be people rooted in Jesus. Hey, if you're here this morning and your life isn't rooted in a relationship with Jesus, hey, if Jesus is not on the throne of your life, you know, we love to talk about Jesus being your savior, and he is. We heard from Jamie about the amazing grace that's available in Jesus. Hey, he is your savior, but he's also your Lord. And he wants to be Lord of your life, not because he wants to limit you, but because he wants to set you free. The reality is that the message of you be you just leads to slavery. It leads to slavery because you just become a slave to all of your own desires and all of your own longings and all that that, that is in you that is not good. But putting Jesus as Lord of your life, the Bible says that that is true freedom. It says if the sun sets you free, you'll be free indeed. Free from sin. Free from the impact of sin. Free to live life in all of its fullness. But that freedom is only found in Jesus and I wonder whether some of you this morning have got Jesus as your savior but maybe he's not quite your lord you haven't quite put him in control of like every area of your life you're not submitting every area of your life your friendships your relationships your time your money all that you do to him as lord of your life because that's the place that you will find true freedom is in him so let's be people who look to the temple. Secondly, there's this river that flows from the temple. And it's, it's a miraculous river. It's not a natural river. If you ever follow a river, anyone ever walk down a river? I've got some friends who are trying to walk like the whole length of the Thames at the moment. And natural rivers get bigger and bigger the further you go down, but they get bigger because like other rivers join them. Yeah? The other rivers like come along. If you had a river that didn't have any rivers joining it, Naturally, it would just get smaller and smaller, not bigger and bigger, because some of the water would soak into the ground and some of the water would evaporate and the river would get like shallower and shallower and smaller and smaller. But this river doesn't have any other rivers joining it, but the further it goes, the deeper it gets. I'd encourage you, there's so much more of God for you to experience in your life than you've experienced so far. You might have been a Christian for five minutes or a Christian for 50 years, but there's more of God for you. And I want to encourage us to be people this morning who are longing to go deeper in God, who are longing for more of what we have for us, that we aren't satisfied with where we're at in our lives at the moment. And I want to encourage us to go deeper. This is a picture of a, a, a river which to begin with is ankle deep. Some of you are ankle deep this morning. You're like, oh, this is interesting. I can spectate. You ever see those people at the seaside who ever, only ever go ankle deep? You know, they take their shoes off and they roll their trousers up a little bit and they go, okay, I'm just going to watch the waves and make sure I don't go too, I'm just going to be ankle deep. Anyone here? An ankle deep person? (laughs) We've got some ankle deep. Hey, it's all right to be ankle deep at the beach. It's not all right to be ankle deep in Jesus. It's not all right to just like stop there in the Holy Spirit and go, okay, I've experienced a little bit. I stood a little bit, but I'm not going to go any deeper than this. This all seems a bit scary and a bit much, and I might lose control. (laughs) Hey, you ankle deep at the moment, God's got more for you. And uh, I had the privilege, I was in Lithuania last week, home of Maria and uh, her wonderful clan, and uh, I I was talking about how the English get in the sea. Anyone ever noticed how the English get in the sea? And uh, I was really struck because on the first night, they said, do you want to have a sauna with us? and we were camping in this area and uh, all the blokes, there's two saunas, one for the blokes and one for the women and all the blokes were in the sauna. And I'm going like, this is okay, I can do this. And then they go, okay, we're gonna go and jump in the lake now. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, we're gonna do what? (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna go and jump in the lake. And I'm like, are we? Yep, we are. <laughs> and I'm struck, like, if this was England, yeah, yeah, yeah. do you know how we all get in the sea? You know, the thing of how we get in the sea, you know, you go in a little bit and you go, oh, it's so cold! And then we're, like, wading a little bit further up to our knees and we're, like, it's freezing, I'm going to die! Anyone else do this? Yeah, yeah? yeah. And, then, and then it gets to this bit around here and that's, like, not good news, is it? You know, and then it's, like, I am going. I really am going to die. And then eventually you like you gradually you get in deeper and deeper and deeper and then finally like you do that thing and then thirty seconds later you go to everyone, it's so great in here, just jump in, it's gonna be fine. It's all right when you're in. It's all right when you're in, yeah, we're just like we're away. You know what I discovered? Lithuanians don't do that. They just jumped in. They're like and they're trying to tell me like you won't feel the cold, Simon. There's this amazing scientific... I felt the cold, okay? <laughs> I jumped in. It was blumming cold. <sighs> and then we got out again and went in the sauna and then 30, half an hour later they go, okay, we're going back in there. I'm like, no! I'm English. <laughs> we don't do this. I, I'm not sure whether you're Lithuanian this morning and you're just going to leap in or you're English and you're just going to go in very gradually. God is cool with both. In fact, it seems Ezekiel is more English than Lithuanian in, in God's leading of him. Hey, whatever you are, God wants to take you deeper. Amen? God has more of him for you. Whatever you've experienced, you might have been a Christian for like pretty much all your life. You might be you know, getting on. There's so, what you've experienced with God so far is just a tiny fraction of what there is to know of him. Of his grace and his holiness and his mercy and his goodness. He wants to take you so much deeper. Let him. As God led Ezekiel, let him lead you into deeper waters. And it might seem scary, but God is never going to do anything that isn't for your good. It's a passage in Luke chapter 11 when Jesus is teaching on the Lord's Prayer, and at the end of that teaching, he says this, if you then, know you're evil, know how to give good gifts to your children. He says, hey, if, if your kid asks for an egg, you wouldn't give them a scorpion, would you? I mean, you might do for a bit of a joke, but um, <laughs> you wouldn't, would you? I hope you wouldn't, because <laughs> you might be in deep trouble later this week, but... You know, if your ask, son asks for an egg, if your child asks for an egg, you wouldn't give them a scorpion. If they ask you for a fish, you wouldn't give them a snake. Hey, if you then were evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more is your father in heaven go give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Yeah. And maybe sometimes we can get a bit spooked out when we talk about the Holy Spirit and is this going to take me out of control and what's going to happen? No, God is a gentle God and the Holy Spirit is a gentle spirit. We read of him like a dove coming. He's not going to force anything on you. He's not going to freak you out. He's not going to weird you out. He's going to take you to some places that might seem a bit scary and a bit on the edge. But that's a good scary. It's a good place that he wants to lead you to. He wants to lead you to life and life in all its fullness. So I want to encourage you this morning. Hey, God's got more for you. Amen? And he wants to take you deeper in him. So I want to pray right now. Just hold your hands out where you are. And if you're willing, just say, God, take me deeper. God, take me deeper. Just pray it in your own words. Ask the Holy Spirit to come. Maybe you've never even really acknowledged that there is the Holy Spirit, this third person of the Godhead. Just, Holy Spirit, come this morning. Your word says, if you then know your evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? And Holy Spirit, I ask you right now to come. I ask you right now to fall on us, like rain falling on dry ground. Would you fall and bring refreshing? I pray for people here this morning who have areas in their lives that have grown dry, I sense for some this morning you've got areas in your lives that you haven't allowed God into because they feel too painful, they feel too dark, they feel too broken. God this morning wants to pour the rain of his Holy Spirit into those places. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. Come on those areas that feel too broken, that feel too damaged come and be poured out on those areas. I pray that where people are carrying hurt this morning, I sense people carrying hurt from childhood, hurt from things that have been said and done, and you've almost boxed those areas off in the hope that you could keep them away from God, but God says this morning he wants to come into those areas, and he wants to bring the change that only he can bring. He wants to do what only He can do. And we say this morning, Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. I just see a picture of the Holy Spirit coming across many of us. Just hold your hands out wide. Just invite Him to come. It's not just a head thing, it's it's experiencing Him. Some of you, it's going to be the love of God touching you in just a fresh way. Love of God flowing through you. The first time I was filled with the Holy Spirit, it just felt like liquid love flowing through me. I just wept and wept and wept because there was such a sense of, of, of not just knowing in my head that I was loved by God, but knowing in my heart, knowing in my spirit, that I was loved by Him. So if you've got areas of doubt and uncertainty, you're not sure you can bring those to God. God is not afraid of your doubt. God is not afraid of your uncertainty. Invite the Holy Spirit in. Holy Spirit, come and take us deeper than we've been before. Holy Spirit, come and fill us. I do pray for those areas of hurt. Holy Spirit, as you begin to rain on them, you would turn mourning into dancing. You would turn tears into laughter. Holy Spirit, come. Fall on us now fall on us now I pray for the fruit of the Holy Spirit to be manifest in our lives love, joy peace, patience kindness, goodness, faithfulness self-control I pray for that fruit to just grow in every one of us as we go deeper in the river as we go deeper in you Holy Spirit come Holy Spirit come just invite him in maybe you've never done this before maybe you're thinking like who is this crazy person they've invited from Careth? just let the Holy Spirit come Holy Spirit come Holy Spirit come, fall on us. Holy Spirit, come. Come and do your work among us. Come and minister deep into people's souls this morning. Come and change us. Come and transform us. of this morning you're going to experience a joy that we've never known before. The Holy Spirit brings joy. Not just happiness at things going well, but joy that wells deep from within. Lord, I pray for joy to break out in people this morning. I pray for people who've been in seasons of mourning, Lord God, that they might know joy coming into their situations and circumstances. We say, Holy Spirit, Come. Holy Spirit come. sense for some of us here we've been trying to work stuff out and trying to make life work there's a verse in the bible that says not by might nor by power but by my spirit says the lord and as you invite the holy spirit in there are going to be situations in some of your lives that you've been trying to unlock and walls that you've been trying to break through and chains that you've been trying to break and god says not by might nor by power but by my spirit The Spirit of God is going to come this morning and and just change some of those circumstances, change some of those situations. It's not going to be the same from this day on. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. Mm. and then the the beautiful thing about this river this supernatural river that flows from the temple as it flows and it flows out and it gets deeper and it gets stronger is that everywhere it goes it brings life everywhere it goes it brings life and it's a beautiful picture of how God wants our lives to look Hey, that as the flow, as we get into the flow of the Holy Spirit, that everywhere we go, that we would bring life. There's some beautiful pictures here. It talks about the river flowing into the Dead Sea. If you know anything about the Dead Sea, it's dead. Well done. (laughs) Nothing lives in the Dead Sea. You know, the Bible talks, Jesus talked about as being the salt of the earth. And salt can be a really good thing, but too much salt can be a bad thing. And this Dead Sea is dead because it's just so salty. If you ever seen those pictures of people on holidays, you know, just floating in it. And it's so salty. And the problem with the Dead Sea is not what flows into it, it's the fact that it doesn't flow out anywhere. There's good stuff flowing in, but there's nothing flowing out. But when the when this river flows into the dead sea it begins to bring life and fish flourish and all sorts of things are able to grow and these trees grow by the side of the river more trees and those trees the leaves of those trees are the healing of the nation and God would remind us this morning hey he doesn't just want to fill us with the Holy Spirit so we can have fun meetings you know they do make our meetings more interesting don't they You know, a bit more unpredictable. We're not quite sure what's going to happen next. We don't just follow the program. Suddenly Jamie's got a football and we're wondering what that's all for. You know, we just don't sing just like the regular songs all the time. But the Holy Spirit is about much more than that. The Holy Spirit wants to fill you in order that through you he can bring life. He wants you to be a bringer of life into the world. He wants you to go into areas that are dead and bring life life and some of us this morning were feeling like I'm not sure my Christian life is really working it seems a bit dull it seems a bit boring, it seems a bit staid I'm just doing the same things over and over and over again and I want to challenge you this morning hey is the problem not that there's not enough input but there's not enough output hey are you going to start coming alive as you give away what God has given to you as you pour out what God has poured into you. That sounds like a more exciting life to me. Amen? So I want to encourage you. Hey, I believe that God has imparted and is imparting things to this wonderful community. I believe that the Holy Spirit comes. I do believe that we leak. Do you realize that? When it comes to the Holy Spirit, we all leak. You might be full right now but you'll leak. Tomorrow morning, you're going to be a bit empty. Do you know what you need to do tomorrow morning? Holy Spirit, fill me again. Yeah, Holy Spirit, fill me again. Do you know what you need to do on Tuesday morning? Holy Spirit, fill me again. Wednesday morning? Holy Spirit, fill me again. Probably actually Wednesday lunchtime as well and Wednesday tea time. You know, I just need some more Holy Spirit. But God wants to fill you in order that he can empty you in order that you can flow out and life can come through you. And I want to encourage you to be a bringer of life everywhere that you go. Holly, you're in this amazing world of acting. And it's often not a particularly Christian world <laughs> from what I know of it. But God has planted that you there for that there might be a flow through you. Because you're amongst a whole load of people who on the outside might look like they've got it all together, but they're desperately in need of a saviour. They're desperately in need of life. They're desperately in need of someone who's actually going to go, that doesn't work. You be you, Is not actually working, is it, for you? And God wants you to flow with the Holy Spirit into the people that you're with. Not in a weird way, you know, and not in like, you know, suddenly, like, who is this person? No, you being who God has made you to be, but with the courage and the boldness to bring Jesus into those situations. And, uh, yeah. Just want to pray for anyone. Who, anyone here involved in the arts? We've got Adele. Our own Adele. Holly, do you, want, do, do you want to stand up if you're here and you're involved in the arts? You are an arty. Anyone else? Just two. Can you see Anyone? shame anyone, anyone else, let's just hold a hand out to these folks and pray for them. Let's pray for yeah, the Holy Spirit to come on them, the Holy Spirit to move in them, the Holy Spirit to give them boldness and courage, that the Spirit would flow through them into the places where they are, to reach out a hand to them, if you can, just put a hand on a shoulder or a Holy Spirit, we pray for these people involved in the arts. Father, we thank you for them. Lord God, we pray that you would come and bring life into this whole area of society. That your spirit would flow, that your river would flow with life, with life-giving messages of the release, the freedom that's only known in Jesus. Oh, Lord God, I pray for all of these beautiful folks who have stood. Lord God, that you would give them boldness, confidence, confidence, Lord God, an assurance that you go with them and you go before them. Lord God, to bring you everywhere they go, Lord God. I pray for Adele singing in the pubs. Oh, Lord God, I pray that you would show her. What does it mean to bring Jesus into that? It doesn't necessarily mean singing like all Christian songs, but what does it look like to bring hope into those situations? I pray for Holly acting, Lord God. What does it look like for her to bring Jesus to the companies that she works with? Lord God, what does that look like? Holy Spirit, come upon these folks, come upon them in power, that the Spirit would flow into them and fill them, and then the Spirit would flow through them into the worlds that they operate in. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Let's give them a hand. I'd love us to pray for the whole area of education, so anyone who's a teacher or a In school, in any context or sense, stand up. Or anyone who's at school, at college, at university. Hey, we need the spirit to flow into these places, don't we? Yeah? So let's pray for these folks. You might want to stand up and get around one of them, lay a hand on them. Pray for the Spirit of God to flow into our nurseries, into our schools, into our secondary schools. Pray for students, that the Holy Spirit would flow through them into schools and sixth forms and universities and colleges. Holy Spirit, flow in power this morning. Holy Spirit, take these people and bring life through them. Bring life through them. Bring life through them, Lord God. Come for east or west lord god i pray for your spirit to flow through that organization into the schools that they represent lord god oh holy spirit come holy spirit come holy spirit come on these different areas these different sectors of society would you come and move and work oh god would you come and give wisdom and boldness and courage to speak out the name of Jesus, for the spirit to flow, Lord God, into these schools, Lord God, into universities, into colleges, spirit flow, spirit flow into those places in a fresh way, Lord God, that you would just very easily move and very easily work in these places. Amen. Amen. Hey, anyone involved in the world of business, like work for a company? Anyone here got a job? <laughs> Hopefully a few of you are involved somewhere in like you know in the marketplace. Hey, we need the Spirit of God to flow in these places, don't we? Yeah. Yeah, to be represented from the boardroom all the way through to the shop floor. For people who are going to lead with integrity and honesty. People are going to stand up for what's right. People are going to stand up for the marginalized and the people on the fringes. People are going to speak out a voice of justice into these places. Who are going to operate in godly ways that lift up Jesus. So let's lay a hand on these folks who have stood. Just pray for them. Pray for the Spirit to come on them in whatever way it is that they're involved in the business world. That The Holy Spirit would come on them. Jesus, come on each of these people, Lord God, in the different ways that they're involved, the different ways that they're engaged. Would you come and move in them? Jesus, for businesses to flourish and thrive. Mm. 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 Holy Spirit, flow. Pray for Steve, Lord God, and His whole business will look out That You would use him, that You would equip him. Given people to have conversations with, he's gonna express you to feel mm. mm. Amen. Amen. Okay, a couple more groups we're going to pray for. First one is all the parents here. Everyone with little people, or not so little people anymore. Grandparents as well? Sorry? Grandparents as well? Grandparents as well? Yeah, yeah. I don't think you can be a grandparent without being a parent last time I checked, but... I. <laughs> So let's pray for these folks. We want the Spirit of God to flow in our homes, don't we? And our families, It's one of our greatest harvest fields. I want to particularly pray for any who's like, you know, we've got older kids who are not going on with Jesus now. That God would return them as prodigals in this place. That through us, the Holy Spirit would flow into those families and those situations. So let's pray with boldness over these folks, over the parents here in the house today. Father, we pray for families to flow with the love of Jesus. Pour it out, Lord God. Pour it out, Lord God, into these folks here, Lord God. Give them wisdom as they pray for their children, for grandchildren, even for great-grandchildren, Lord God, to see change in them, transformation in them. Lord God, formation in them. Oh, God, would you break in, would you move in families, Lord God, in this church? Let the Spirit flow, let the Spirit flow, let the Spirit flow, let the Spirit flow. Oh, God, would you break in? I pray particularly for prodigals this morning, Lord God, for children and grandchildren not going on with you, Lord God, Lord God, that you would open their eyes, Lord God, that they would come to their senses, Lord God, just as the prodigal son did. And they would see you, Lord God, see you at work, see you moving, see you breaking in in the lives of those children that they love so dearly, those grandchildren they love so dearly. Amen. Amen. And then finally, anyone who hasn't stood up so far, (laughs) because we just don't want anyone to miss out, and we are very inclusive. So just, Father, we pray for everyone who's stood now, Lord God, who hasn't been prayed. Let your spirit flow through them. Holy Spirit, flow through these incredible folks, these incredible folks, Lord God. Let your spirit come, let your spirit move, let your spirit work, Lord God, through them. Amen. Amen. Just take your seats. Okay, we're going to finish in a second, but I just want to finish... I said I'd mention mention Jesus speaking that this verse. And uh, if you know the the Jewish um, calendar, they had seven different festivals or feasts in their year. And one of them was called the Feast of Tabernacles. And they remembered when they'd lived in tents in the desert. And they remembered the time when Moses had hit a rock and water came out of the rock, which was a pretty cool trick. And, uh, And related to that, they remembered this prophecy from Ezekiel 47. And what would happen every year when they had the Feast of Tabernacles is at the end of the feast, the last day of the feast, the greatest day of the feast, the high priest would get a jug of water and he would get it from a pool called the Pool of Siloam, which was at the bottom of the hill. And he would walk all the way up the hill to the temple and when he got to the top, he would pour the water out when he got to the temple. And honestly, the water didn't really go very far because it wasn't miraculous water it was just normal water it just disappeared once it got into the ground but at the feast of tabernacles that was in the, the mind of everyone who was at this feast and Jesus is at the feast of tabernacles in John chapter 7 and we read this on the last and greatest day of the feast the day when the priest would have enacted this story and Jesus is at the temple Says on the last and greatest day of the feast, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, If anyone is thirsty, if anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, streams, say streams, streams of living water will flow from within them. By this he meant the Spirit, whom those who believed in him were later to receive. Hey, the temple is the place where heaven meets earth. Jesus then says that he's the temple. Remember one time he said, hey, destroy this temple and I'll rebuild it in three days. And he wasn't talking about the physical temple, he was talking about his body. But he says now, not only was the temple, was Jesus, now we're the temple. That actually the Holy Spirit flows from us. That's the promise to us. And we can't do this Christian thing in our own strength. We were never supposed to do it in our own strength. We were only ever meant to do it in the strength and the power of the Holy Spirit. And I want to encourage you, Flow Church, that you are only ever going to achieve what God has for you in the power of the Holy Spirit. This is not about being wacky and weird and wild or anything like that. No, it's allowing the Holy Spirit to permeate everything that you do. It's about day by day, week by week, month by month, year by year, just going that little bit deeper. You can be English if you want. You can be English and just go slowly. Or you can just be Lithuanian and just throw yourself in. Hey, keep going deeper. God has more for you. Don't ever believe the lie that you've arrived as a child of God. Don't ever believe the lie that this is it. This is all there is. No, there's more for you. There's more for you. There's more for you. But it's only going to come as you immerse yourself in the Spirit of God. As you go deeper and deeper and deeper in Him. And then as he fills you, as you pour out what he's given you, as you let it touch and influence the people around you and the world that you live in. Amen? Amen. Amen. So that's my encouragement, Flo. And uh, Adele and John are back to sing. So let's finish. Holy Spirit, come. Why don't we stand together, if you can? i gonna encourage you as you wake up tomorrow morning you wake up tomorrow morning say good morning Holy Spirit fill me again fill me again fill me for today I have leaked I need more of you come and fill me come and fill me come and touch me let me go deeper than I've been before take me deeper than I've ever known before that I might know more of you and help me today to be a channel of your spirit Help me not just to be a bucket that holds onto it, but a channel that pours it into the world that I'm in. Whatever world that might be, whether that's family, whether that's your street, whether that's a school or a university, whether that's a workplace, wherever that might be, that the Spirit would flow in you and then would flow through you. And all the people said? Amen. Amen.